Hello everyone, I am Cat Pride, and welcome to Genesis Avalon Episode 8! Well, actually, Genesis Avalon Patriot Episode Patriot 8. Episode we we eight. did the first round of Avalon Welcome before. back to 20... Cough, oh, 10. Yeah. 2009. We're time traveling this episode. Oh boy. Not in a good way. Anyway, uh, I am the director, co-writer, co-stoofer, Cat Pride, and with me is Chris Bays, the other co-stoofer and co-writer. I also sometimes do things. You do sometimes do things. I'm here for color commentary. <laughs> you and are. Not a whole lot else. <laughs> No, oh, I wrote. Well, I wrote the episode. Uh, yeah. So you wrote. You wrote like a good, wrote, like, a good half of half this of at the least. Um, and uh, and you're Merlin, so that's always fun too. I, so. I, I am. You, you know, this is like hard, painful hearing my voice, right? Really? Yeah. Every I mean, time. I'm every, sorry. Every time. I'm sorry. It's, it's okay. You live in your mask life. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> That's a conversation for a different day. We're not going to go into that here. Dysphoria yeah, is we'll, a hell of a drug. Yeah, we'll talk about it when you're ready to. Um, which is not today. Today we're going to talk about cute things like ships, like Roxy and Merlin being yes. the cutest damn ship. I love this scene. I got to I got to write most of the scene, but yes, I really love writing the scene. So, um, anyway, uh, you were really looking forward to the romance aspect. I was, I was, because where we left off in Avalon was sort of the the setup, the meet cute, the the they met while Roxy had just come back, and and uh, Merlin was very much like we're gonna be great together, and Roxy was like who is? <laughs> um, Merlin already do. Yeah, and uh, and so it's it's. Been been really nice getting to write how their relationship is now and you know also I like that we kind of talk about it in this scene about how Roxy needed those six years to put herself back together and in the meantime Merlin went from from living uh, as, a, as a female presenting person to living more as himself and so it uh it definitely uh, meant that you know they had a very interesting relationship, and I'm like I'm kind of bummed we don't get to to see it, but also at the same time I feel like it's better this way in some ways. Like if that's not the story we need to tell here. Yeah, I kind of like getting. Well, it's that frustration of when you have a big cast of no, no one is the main character. Yes, but if anyone is going to be the main character, it's not Merlin and Roxy. Not not yeah. in this story. Which, by the way, if you are, I think this is going to go out after Pendy nominations have already closed, but uh, if, if it does go out beforehand, I don't think it will, um, make sure you nominate folks for who you think would be best supporting actor uh, for Just Avalon Patriot, because they, there is no lead. We did not submit uh, a lead for the show, because everybody in this show is too important to be uh, a, uh, a lead character. There's too many. We really did write an ensemble we, we cast. Could've, we could have named a lead in, in like Genesis Avalon, but in Patriot, that's far harder. Yeah, yeah. For one thing, we've got two completely separate storylines, yeah. and then on top of that, in those separate storylines, there are multiple main like, characters. Okay, I would probably say that it's it, half of the episodes, the main characters are Jaina and Ben. Yeah. And the other half of the episodes, the main characters are Alicia and, and Tim, Tim or Olivia. Yeah. And I apologize for my coughing now. I am getting over the sea. The, the big C. You had the vid, yeah. Um, <coughs> but uh, by the way, I just can I can I just say that again? I know that you were like, "Oh, it's cringe fest," but I just loved everything about that scene, and we didn't talk about any of it. No, but we like, didn't talk about any of like, that. Scene. Tracy like, no, and you sounded phenomenal, thing, and and that that this is their yeah. this is their rom- getting to highlight on their yeah yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Cooper's back! Cooper's, Cooper's back, back, you guys! Cooper's back. Okay, so um, 
Thank you again, Aiden Rudd, for coming back and being amazing. I am so happy you are back. Um, like, we just, like, like it, they just started. I think, like, originally we had Cooper in episode six, and then I cut the line. Because I was yeah. like, if I'm going to have Cooper come in, I actually just want Cooper to be here. So now Cooper's back. So for those of you who, you know, it may have been a long time since you've listened to Avalon, uh, episodes like 46 to 50 mm -hmm. are the ones that really highlight the Arthurian storyline and the battle against Morgan Le Fay. And uh, Cooper is one of the many reincarnated Knights of the Round. He is from Brisbane, Australia. And uh, he's played by the phenomenally talented Aiden Rudd, who I'm oh, so, so glad crazy, was able to come back. Talented. So um, <coughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, Aiden, for taking your time out of your busy schedule to, to, to play uh to play Cooper for us, but we're so happy he's back. Cooper's a, one of those characters that when you start writing him, you're like, you're just so fun. <laughs> Nothing about this character is he's not fun. He's definitely one of the most fun of the knights, the, the, of the knights from the colonies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, bless Olivia. Olivia's going to try real hard to diplomacy her way through this. This is really just one of those situations that can you diplomacy your way through it? Yeah. It's can you diplomacy your way through people that are that passionate? And also, are the people that passionate naturally? Mm -hmm. Which is the fun, the fun mystery of the episode, which we'll get to by the end. But yeah, yeah. It's, uh, well, presumably people have already yes, listened to the episode before they're listening to the commentary. Yeah, if, if pause, you've done it the full other stop. Way around, if, yeah, crap, yeah. What you full no. stop. Please stop. Well, just stop listening to us. I know I'm going to spoil everything. I know that we're fun to listen to, but go back and <laughs> listen to the episode first. No, this is great. It makes a lot of noise and doesn't get a lot done. No, it's just like <laughs> me. <laughs> um. Uh, that was an ad lib from from Sarah for Alicia. Uh, the, the the original line was not nearly as funny. Um, but That's a fantastic but but Sarah Sarah has, I mean, in general, I think Sarah, Sarah has just, just like, nailed on my epitaph. On <laughs> one day I'll be dead and they'll put on my tombstone. Also, I love this. I love this magic flashbang that that Cooper does. He just pulls his sword and like holies all over the place for a second. It is. He's casting holies. It's just a flashbang. Minnie Mouse yeah. Kingdom Hearts. About, it's about it, yeah. It's not going to make it easier for me to help you. You have got to calm down. You won't I don't do think they're going to be calm, Olivia. I mean, you could try. Again, is it possible to negotiate your yeah. way out of a crowd that is that hyped up mm -hmm. and maybe not that hyped up because they hyped themselves yeah. up? Also, thank you, David Alt, for playing like 15 bajillion British characters during the show because Sam hasn't had anything to do on the on the the uh, American side of things. So Sam's been sitting in prison. So I've just had David come in and pitch it for a bunch of things. So, um, and I do love that. Again, this all comes down to the very real problems that we're actually like talking through. Um, of you have. What happens when you have a magical realm start encroaching upon oh, yeah. the real realm? It, it 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 should be there, but should it be there? Oh, there's me there's randomly. You. Director cameo. I'm like the I'm like the Russos. Can you figure out which where I am in each episode? I know there are logistical 
And that's not because I don't want to, like, it's not because I want to play characters, just, just FYI for everybody out there who's curious. It's not like she's I, casting herself. No, I'm, I'm doing it because either an actor was an, unable to be available or oh, we flat out forgot to cast Nine the role. Nine times out of Nine ten, times it, ten, is, ten. it is that uh, we have forgotten to cast the role. Oops, yeah. We forgot, we, we miscounted how many lines there were. Yeah, or it's or, a character or, with one or, line. Or, uh, or it was an ad-lib line that was like a sweetener, like a Yeah, Lala. sometimes you have those, yeah. To fix our problems. Um, also, uh, the other person I should, I should thank is M. Uh, M, M, the wonderful, lovely M. Sierra Garcia came in and did a bunch of, uh, Walla for the, uh, the crowds here, too. So it just, um, this, this, the crescendo of No More Heroes here is just really, they do a phenomenal, like, like the whole, all of us came together. Just like that, but, um, I like the atmospheric music underneath here. Thank you. Like just like really low, yeah. eerie sound. They, you know, it's amazing how many like really good Tomb Peddler tracks are like horror movie soundtrack. Yeah. I'm like, yes, that right there. I'm fine. I'll head west. No, he just, he just got a brick chucked at him, and he's like, I'm fine. I take bricks to the head all the time. I'm from Brisbane. Like what? Oh, and then I got to do something kind of w wicked cool here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So fun fact. Uh, this is this is inspired by me. Um, cause I actually, uh, I have had, I have had generalized anxiety disorder in the past, like yep. many a millennial and many a human being, unfortunately. Uh, it's just a fact I mean, of reality. Um, but, uh, but I have also had panic attacks where, yeah. where I have, so I have tunnel vision. So I wanted to, I wanted to highlight that because Olivia is going through just a, a lot of people in the show go through dramatic, like who they were six years ago is not who they were now. And that's a big, that's a very defining those, component, like, component of the show. Crucible times. Like everything is trying. Everybody's yeah, getting tested. Yeah, exactly. This might not make it feel any better. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tim's like, I'm just going to kick my feet back and relax. <laughs> Meanwhile, Maeve. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then, oh my gosh. And then Tilly comes in here and... She just, she over delivers sometimes. Tilly like, was so unsure, but we were like, no, Tilly, we really want like, you for this role. Like, seriously, yeah. Um, so, you haven't heard? Is that your own man? Like, so I would have thought, well. She's like, she's like, uh, it's, it's, she's like, she's like a Blair White type character. I guess it was Blair White, right? Yeah. That was, yeah. that was the thought. Yeah. Was she's like a Blair White slash. Slash Caitlyn Jenner. Jenner yeah, yeah. But uh, but she just over delivers and just like nails the, the like that saccharinely sweet bitchiness that you want of someone who just knows that the person they're talking to really has no idea what they're doing here. Oh yeah, and I love that about how she plays. She's role. A, she's like a mean girl. Yeah. That's why we knew that. That's why we knew that Tilly would be the best for it because. That's the opposite of Tilly, so it's pure but, acting. Yeah, but her joke was always that, you know, if you need me to play a jerk, I'm there. And we're like, okay, play a jerk. And she was like, oh, no. <laughs> I love that line, by the way. It's such a good line. She just nails it. Okay, hold, hold on. Are you insinuating... Oh, and this is a great ad-lib, too. ...something to do with your castle getting overrun by your peasant, Mr. King Arthur. The Mr. King Arthur, sir, is what got me. Everyone in this chamber knows that the reason why the United States Hasn't been slapped with every and as per usual, Chris Stoddard just nails everything. And I have oh, yeah. to, and like, you know, just the nature of the character, Tim just has like speech upon speech upon speech. He really is a, a, a <laughs> soliloquy heavy character. And I swear to God, bless you, Chris, you give me like seven minutes a, a line, it feels like, because he's got like 
15 takes or like like he'll do like one half of the line and then give me like a, like reads of the other half of the yeah. line too and it's just it's nice because I can really Frankenline together like these just like and I know that when we're writing the best it, of everything when, when I know when I'm writing these scenes with the Tim speeches I'm very I try to be very cognizant of I know how hard it is to read those long soliloquies he needs to breathe try to break them up but really like. Tim is the type of character that does, once he starts talking, it's not just that everybody just kind of be quiet and listens because he's very, like, charismatic. It's, that's kind of his superpower. Yeah. Is that he's going to speechify and everyone's going to stop and listen because he's the king. That's a divine, holy thing. Yep. And so you can't really break up those. Nope. Bless, so poor Chris' daughter just He's has a, to like find little quick catch breath places to breathe. Yep. Bless him. And yeah, but yeah, he, uh, Chris, like, like Tim really just like loses his temper there. And it's so like, it's a different side of him than we've seen prior to this point. So meanwhile, back to the insanity that is this riot. This was really fun, but very difficult to mix, by the way. Like... Okay. I realized this year I've given myself okay. and you've given me a lot of sound effects cues that are yes. that I imagine this is what Jillian feels like on the on Kingery of oh. going like why would you do why this would you to bite me? this phrase? <laughs> well now and now that I'm doing the transcriptions I it's by you understand, myself, you I understand. understand. Like, oh, crap. You're like why did why did we write this? Why couldn't we have two people sitting in a room talking for twenty minutes? <laughs> why didn't we write a riot? I'll stay with the queen. Just to make sure Aw, Cooper. I just love that. Like, like everybody knows Olivia is the toughest cookie there is. She is struggling with the fact that she essentially went from being a combatant to a non-combatant, yeah. much like someone who, you know, was like a fighter pilot and then, like, found out you can't fly anymore. Yeah. You're desk jockeyed. And so she's struggling, and Cooper is just, like, phenomenally understanding about it. I don't know. Look, the last time I did something... Oh, bless Alicia. Think about it. Just... Don't think about it. And I love that. Cooper shows up and immediately just starts like spitting hot fire of a device because that's like the, the thing about the character is he's very impulsive and he's very driven by uh, by instinct. So it, it's not at all surprising that he's like, hey, use your impulse. <laughs> like, don't have impulse control. Just go with it. Great fathers, great old ancestors of the very earth. I also, if there's any like real Celtic mythology snobs, do not come at me for Jurancia. Don't do it. Don't do it. There's, it's just a show. It's just a show. I know. I know Jurancia is not really real. Most likely, it's, she's most likely a, a, a fictional creation from a book in like the 19th century, 20th, early 20th century. But it's fine. I used it here. Get over it. In this world. In this world, she's like the primordial. There's a lot of Nature stuff goddess. that's not. Yeah, there's all. Yeah, exactly. You had to open your mouth there's also, you know, there's also no. Uh, there, there's also no uh, New York News. Yeah. <laughs> there's also no get New York Gazette. <laughs> oh, there might be. I don't think so. <laughs> I do love that Alicia's just like um trees, <laughs> and the trees are like yes, okay. <laughs> So she, absolutely, as she stares at redwoods pretty much. What do we do now? They're practically 
this was really like again i know i said it right it was really hard to mix this because like i wanted to like make you realize that, like they were still outside past the trees i think this was really one of the things where that i did give like comments on you did yeah when i, when yeah. I did my pass i was like it doesn't quite sound yeah in off. case you guys are wondering if chris actually does anything about the directing process chris does i i she listens to my whole first draft and gives me feedback so that what you guys hear is and much like, cleaner. Su- like super critical, like big change. It could be, it could be big change. Yeah, you've had me go in and like totally do different sound effects yeah. and like change things up. And... That's not normal. But that doesn't mean that we treat them like they treat us. Well, it's the classic they go low, we go down, high thing. But yeah. I'm not escalating this. Which is really hard, like because it. it is so easy to yeah, want to just like escalate. But you yeah. can't answer you violence can't with violence. Answer violence. It doesn't. It like it doesn't work like that. An eye for an eye makes the world go blind. That, that is true. Listen, what do you hear? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Exactly. <laughs> That's just. There's nothing. Uh, Teresa just um, nails every one of Olivia's lines, and I feel so bad because like we've had a. Uh, I've had to have her go back and redo some stuff for me for technical issues, like nothing to do with her performance. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, because it was really good the it first really time. Good it was reads. really good the first time. There was a buzz. <laughs> um, she has some really good ones in episode 10 that I, I can't get into yet, cause, but I just, I just finished mixing that a little while ago, so. <laughs> so. Everybody's staring at you like a pod person. You're just waiting for the... <laughs> No, the the oh um, the the the, uh, the, the uh, invasion of the body yeah snatchers. invasion of the body snatchers the the Donald Sutherland, Donald Sutherland. <gasps> yeah but how look at that they're just walking away like Again, some like some weird twenty eight days later shit can you negotiate a peace with people that are magically uh-huh. influenced. Yeah, magically influenced using the same buzzwords of the movement that eventually got superheroes banned in the U.S. Which then that makes, they have no business using out which here. Which, if you, the audience, are now questioning, was maybe that magically influenced? <laughs> Congratulations, you've listened to the show. Ah, all right, Jordan Peele, jeez. I'm Jordan Peele, right there. You are. The nerve of the Americans! They don't, uh, I, I can't believe it. They just think they can. It is rather frustrating. How everything we do she's Alish just nails it so good my lord oh and this is this is the turn this is the turn this is the episode with the turn in it yes, and it she just nails it to formally present Tim, what the heck Mima, Jack's like what what the ever what exactly what you engage Tim look we just got word about what was happening back home we were trying to next time try faster oof that doesn't sound like Tim at all. No, 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 no it does no, no. not. Hold, hold on a sec. Don't just shut me up. I'm supposed to be here to help. Oh. Poor Jack. He wants to think about his next steps. Ugh, that music cue is good. Yeah, my... The, the music cues for Maver are all femme fatale music, and so I love using them. And what wisdom could a little boy... I just got shivers. That line right there, when she did that take... Where she was like, the little boy. I was like, yes, this is it. <laughs> like, this is it. I have, I have goosebumps. That's the line. I'm pretty impressed by you. I suppose it's not fair to dismiss you for your age. But yes. he doesn't need your mm-hmm. anymore. 
Oh no, Maeve's not normal. If you didn't already catch that when she uh, when she in Vino Veritas'd Tim in the last episode, which I guess we didn't talk about it that last episode, but uh, now that now that but now that everybody knows that Maeve is magic, notice how he went from being focused on work in episode six to the moment she said in Vino Veritas he agreed to go for a drink with her. Yep. Hello, Grand Control to Major Jack. Way to go, Max. Matt, I love the way Max is playing Gabe because he's brought like this like like uh, grittiness to the character. It's really nice. Like he's gotten a little weary. Yeah, exactly. That he's kind of he's kind of tired of the last six years of dealing with all of these shenanigans. Or even just just he was okay right up until getting to the UN. Yeah, and then he was like, I'm just I'm done. I hate people. Everyone sucks. Meanwhile, poor Jack is just like thrown for a complete loop. And Jalen does such a phenomenal job. Um... I especially love when I get to write him getting annoyed and like flustered because he just he like does, does like the high spikes in his voice yeah. so well, um, but him being like I am the high priest of Avalon like I lost it I lost it. Oh, this is definitely the right place. Mmm, this scene was fun to mix. This was a fun scene. This was really fun. So they're here on the Isle of Skye, mm-hmm. which. Um, is exactly where Neftis wanted to go. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we had to do like a fairy glade, and uh, I got to pull a lot of really fun stuff. There's actually some some so like no one's gonna know this but me, but I'm gonna say it anyway because it's fun trivia. No one's gonna know. It's that whole thing of no one's gonna know. It's that whole thing of uh, if if you were following my career, like if I was some famous director, you'd be like, oh, director, director, uh, trademark or something, whatever it is. Cat, um, that's a trademark cat pride block. Exactly, yeah. Um, when I directed Dreamnasium and I did uh, The Lingering Grief of Twilight, the superhero mm-hmm. story, uh, there are scenes that involve like an alien jungle with these really cool, they're called embalming birds. So I use the embalming birds that are real birds here. Then I use those, those for the backdrop for that scene. And I remembered thinking then like, oh, I would love to use those again. And here I was like, I can't think of anything better than these very like ethereal otherworldly bird sounds in the background yeah so and you can hear them because like they 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 don't sound like normal birds they sound Uh, a bit like a they also have the most fucking metal name i've ever heard (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna be on that all night you are (laughs) what i liked is i could see that i could watch you stare off into the middle of middle distance it was like the ben affleck meme of they ask you to say you're fine but you're not you're You're not not fine Also, uh, mixing uh, pixies flitting by is really hard. Um, also, thank you so much for doing exactly what I asked you to do. So, I I specifically gave you a director's note for this. I oh, did remember. you? Yes. I don't remember. So, so I had you in the booth for this. I got lucky enough to ha- be here the day that you were oh, recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, um, I was like, babe, I. Do you remember that scene in Charmed where Harry says that he's afraid of birds? Because I love Charmed. Uh, Rupert Evans is amazing. I wish I could get him for something when yeah. he's an actual actor, obviously. Um, but but Chris Acne is like, like I always joke about how his noir sounds like Rupert Evans. Anyway, that's besides the point. Moving on. Um, but I was like, do you remember that episode of Charmed where Harry is like afraid of bugs? I was like, it's that, but pixies. And you were like, I got it. And sure enough, you just, Merlin sounds like he is crawling out of his skin the whole time. Nice. But I can't protect you too. We're not leaving you, Rock. Oh, no. 
But um, it's very hard to do this. The reality is that these are gunshot noises. Oh. These are these are uh, like them? like a little bit, and they're silencers, so like they don't have an impact noise. They're just the sound just of like the, sound the, of the mimicked sound of a bullet like, Did whizzing by. I know I didn't. I know I said something, but it definitely with all the. Yeah, I think you said Torian, which is oh, yeah. which means wall. wall. So I don't know. I just know I heard. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I'm converting them. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm leaving. I thought that would work. <laughs> oh, banshees, man. I don't know if that will break the spell. Banshees are so much fun to use. I love getting to use banshees. They're, it's one of those, like, <clears throat> easy. Not that it's easy, but it's, like, it's very clear what it is. Oh, yeah. Like, this, like, I had to, we had to, I had to figure out ways of describing that this was a spriggan that they're dealing with. In case anyone's curious, the yeah. big, giant-looking end thing is a spriggan. Um, but the only way to do that was I had to describe it by having somebody point out what it is. Yeah. Whereas a banshee, you're like, a banshee! And everyone's like, oh, I know what that is. Yeah. That one was really fun. Yeah. That's really cool. And then it backfired on you. Oops, sorry. Maybe this wasn't a good idea. <laughs> I, really love, I really just love how completely pissed off you sound the entire scene. You're just like, I hate everything about freaking fairies. Fight the fairies. <laughs> Fight the fairies, Sam. Oh. Oh, and then everything gets really bad real fast. Well, it wouldn't be an episode of Avalon if I didn't endanger someone. The end. <laughs> well, I mean, not exactly. Because I did this mean oh, thing because yeah. I'm a mean person. Even me You really are. I am mean. You know, you could have just left it as a cliffhanger of like, nope. oh, ah. And nope. then the next episode, they're okay. And you're like, oh, I know what's going to happen there. They're just going to say, ah. And then the next episode, they're like, oh, that, that I skinned my knee. <laughs> Instead, I was like, no, I'm going to have Noir know precisely Double that she down. has left the mortal plane. And Hackney, sir. You've got to stop pulling my heartstrings, man. It hurts. It's so good. It hurts so good. Da, 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 da. Anyway, no, I don't want a copyright strike, so not that there are copyright strikes in audio, but there kind of are. So, uh, anyway. Uh, so... Thank you for joining us yes. on this magical mystery tour that we're not getting a copyright strike for. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for dealing with our stream of consciousness not necessarily relevant to anything commentary. Uh, honestly, I think that by, the, by episode <clears> 8, <throat> if they're still listening to our commentary tracks, it's because they like the stream of consciousness. And that's I feel like we should do the thing that YouTubers do of being like, if you got to the end of this, comment this random thing on my Twitter so I know oh, yeah. you listened. If you got to the end of this, go on to the Discord page for, for Patriot and write pork chop sandwiches, exclamation point. I don't know. I'm hungry, so that's I'm why. I'm gonna guess Sarah Palmero will do it. <laughs> Maybe Adam Blanford. There's a couple. There's a couple, There's a couple. Of people that I'm expecting anyway. to see pork chop sandwiches. <laughs> or or uh, tweet it at either one of us if yeah. you know if, if Elon Musk hasn't like at destroyed Jesus Twitter by the time this premieres. Bays. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Let us know what you uh, what you think uh, at Jenna Sevalon, at Krista Bays, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.